Hey, this is Jeff. Uh, I'm sitting here in my living room. My dog's snoring in the background. And uh, I just, I'm about to put this up. And I realized I should probably put something here, which was because uh, we take about a month between taping usually. Sometimes I forget the general shape of things. So the geography uh, and the time of events gets a little confused at the beginning here but uh it starts to make sense just think of it as like sometimes stephen king writes a chapter that's like a little bit of a head scratcher that'll be this one uh but uh i think you'll enjoy it we also taped a bunch of stuff for patreon um afterwards like picking hero points and and talking about the highlights and stuff so if you do become a patron at some point there'll there'll be uh some good stuff in there i'm rambling now i uh, hope you enjoy the show bye the feeling that came from higher in the building attracted the attention of several individuals louis the reluctant criminal hezekiah the stalwart gunslinger alexa the mysterious elf and batty the sex-obsessed lobster man Events had conspired to bring them all to this point, leading them upward towards something strange. The beam was making itself known. The gangsters were cowed for the moment, giving the others the chance to seek their prize. Louis had to make a decision, and making decisions was not something he enjoyed as a general rule. Sixteen floors above, a young woman decided to make a stand. Welcome back to the War for the Tower. I'm Jeff. I'm the writer. And you're back in the magical world of Stephen King's Dark Tower. We have a ton of great people with us today, making all kinds of wonderful sounds. Uh, let's introduce them. That first noise you heard, that was Chase. Chase, what's up? Hello, how you doing? Doing good. You're good. <clears throat> With us again is Anna. What's up? Hello. It is I. Tell us all about you and your character. My name is Andrea. I currently live on a boat, which is very exciting. And um, I am playing Magnus Bane, the High Warlock of Brooklyn. And I'm ready to party. <coughs> All right, from one High Warlock to another. <laughs> uh, that's me, I'm Jeff. And also John Reese. What's up, John? Yo, what up, y'all? Here I am, kicking it. All right, in the big city. Yeah, in the back Northwest. in the saddle again. That's awesome. We missed you. Wait, back yeah. in the Seattle again could be something. Back in the sn snorting Seattle city again. <laughs> Here I am drinking my coffee, uh, trying to stay warm, putting 
Blistex on my lips so they don't get chapped. You got to take these precautions around this time of the year. Uh, take care of your skin is what I want to say to everybody listening. It's very mm. important. Yeah. And I play a character who really doesn't like fighting and would rather watch. TV. Wait, was that like an integrated ad? Later, you'll tell us about like Claritin or something. Go on. <laughs> oh no, no, I'm just trying to be responsible. I'm bringing a, you know, it's it's almost a new year. I'm trying out a new me. Uh, you know, show uh, sponsored by Blistex. Well, and uh, take your take your vitamin D as the uh, as the days get shorter and we're getting less sun. You get that SAD, so get your, get your right. vitamin D and stay happy. <laughs> it's okay to take time for yourself once in a while. Yeah, self. You're listening to the Dark Tower podcast. <laughs> Try Grenly brand vitamin D supplements. Uh, TM. <laughs> John, you play Louis. Tell us about Louis. Uh, Louis. Would rather be hanging out at home, but he got swept up into a whole bunch of gangster stuff because of another high sorcerer showing up. There's three high sorcerers in a row. I think they all mean different things if you think about it. Uh, But Louis is swept up. He'd rather stay home. He doesn't doesn't want to have anyone accidentally like... Uh, talk to him for too long or anything like that and find out stuff about him. And uh, he would just rather uh, not... not uh, um... Man, what was he watching? He was watching Top Chef, I think. Top Chef and Matt yeah. That was a good... That was a good afternoon. Yeah, Top Chef has a big place in this show. Alright. Uh, up next is Brittany. Tell us about you and your character, Brittany. Uh, hey, everyone. I play Seraph, who is a changeling gunslinger um, who right now can't change into anything except for a slightly darker skinned version of Janine. So, And just for people out there who might be afraid of um, uh, like if this was turned into a movie, obviously this could get a little problematic, but we're, we're just imagine it as a cartoon mm. and uh, and she's a changeling, so it's not like she's uh, doing a minstrel show or anything like that. A minstrel show? <laughs> Just as you yeah. said it, I was like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, it's not a blackface <laughs> thing. But, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's I would love thing. to have this power. Yeah, it's uh, pretty solid, usually when I can use it, though, so. Uh, let's see, who's next? Um, did we get Chase? Uh, so at the beginning, but I didn't say who I was playing. Yeah, tell us um, about your character. I'm playing Hezekiah Staunton, a young gunslinger from Ooh. Midworld, and uh, who was at, uh, you know, he saw him some action, and then things got heated, and now he's in New York. New York's a pretty scary place this time of year on our uh, scary little podcast. Yeah. Hey, guys, sorry, I had to run up the stairs and get some more coffee. Mm. Spilled a little bit of coffee on myself on the way up. Oh, no. Uh, Fell onto the dog bowl a little bit, and that spilled all over the floor. And then I got my coffee, and uh, now I'm back. Excellent. That was a lot. Yeah. It wouldn't be a show without Jeff breaking something. (laughs) True. As long as you don't break our hearts. (laughs) Aw, so sweet. That's my job. I think I already broke Eugene's heart, but let's find out. Eugene, what's up? Ugh. Yeah, you did. More like a new <laughs> Gene, am I right? <laughs> my goodness. So, I'm Eugene. I'm playing Shauna, who is a warrior princess from Delane, which is a kingdom in the Stephen King book, Eyes of the Dragon. 
And uh, Jeff killed her squire like two episodes ago, who she was like childhood friends with. So yeah, Shauna's still processing that one. Yikes. And uh, Shauna doesn't understand anything that is Pat's like medieval technology. So she's very, very confused all the time. <laughs> she's got to get together with Hezekiah. They could probably bro down about being. Um, what's it called? Fish out of water. Fish out of water. Young I and guess old Seraph at the same too. time. Seraph's pretty <laughs> out of the fish water as well. Steve, tell us about yourself and your character. I'm Steve Matthews in Lansing, Michigan. I play Alexa Payne, a drow telepath. Uh, over 400 years old, has traveled through many dimensions. Okay, now that we've got everybody, uh, let's remind our listener uh, where we were. Well, actually, let's remind each other where we were. I've got some notes. Does anybody else have any notes or uh, clear memories of the events? Uh, yeah, let me see what my notes tell me, if they tell me anything useful. So the last time we played, didn't weren't we still all in that gal's apartment is that where we ended still in the we apartment? were going up the stairs yeah I think at least that's, that's where that's where like i a... joined up with you guys going upstairs because a very mid-worldy vibe was coming from up there yeah some sort of portal opened up if i recall above the building okay so hezekiah this is interesting how did you get past the gangsters to the stairs because uh, you didn't shoot anybody right I think I waited for them to, like, take their leave. Like, I think everybody, like, moved. Eventually, like, I just kind of uh, splinter celled in between the patrols and was able to get in. Okay, so the guys that were in the lobby, did they join the guys that were in the apartment? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. The guys that were... uh, the guys that were out there went and joined the guys in the apartment for whatever was going on in there, and I went in after them. Okay, cool. And you go up the stairs, mm-hmm. so you're a little bit behind them. Okay. All right. I want our psychics, our telepaths, to roll a or to do a flip. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go. go. Okay, go for it. Wait, that was a tie. This is great. Chase and <laughs> Alexa. Or, I mean. Hezekiah and Alexa both do a flip, and this is uh, telepathy, so it's, um, I'm going to say everyone's uninjured now, because I can't remember who's injured. Fair, so is it telepathy and presence? Uh, Telepathy and presence, and then one extra, because you're uninjured. Excellent. So, how many cards is that? What's your telepathy? Do you have four dots in it? Yeah. And then you have four dots in presence? Looks like three. So you have three plus the four, that's seven, plus one, because you're healthy. So flip eight cards. Okay. I have two successes. All right. And for everyone and the listener, if you're new, uh, you flip all these cards, and then if you get anything from a ten to an ace is a success. Uh, And then if you get a joker... That usually makes things go bad or real weird or whatever. So, I have four successes. 
All right, Alexa's got four, uh, Hezekiah's got two, and Louie? Um, I apologize, I thought I was not part of this. One, two, three, four, five successes. Wow. Okay, did you add one because you're healthy? Yes, yeah. And did you say five successes? Five. Okay, so uh, uh, Alexa and Louie, you sense uh you sense that guy the the janitor trying to to sense your minds so um you can try to block him or chat with him it's up to you dominate him uh louis how about you oh i definitely want to block anybody out i don't want anyone to know i'm here okay so you easily block him and it helps too that you've met him already and know his weird way of speaking and his quirks and stuff. The others just met him in the apartment when, mm-hmm. when he assaulted. Uh, let's see. So domination. Alexa, another... That's another six, seven cards. Okay. Or is it eight? No, it's eight. Two successes. Uh, I'll let him defend himself. Oh, nice. Okay. So you're in like a contest, a battle of wills or whatever. And so he realizes what you're doing. And uh, if you want, you can stop. So he he doesn't realize you're trying to fuck with him. uh, Or you can just keep going. I'm going to keep going. Okay. So he he like... Uh, it's like he's kind of trying to to run by you. Actually, and I'm redoubling my efforts. You're redoubling your efforts. Okay. Um, do you wanna do you wanna add any cards to that? Yeah, I'll add one. Okay. Let's see it. Nah, a seven. So that's one of your drive. So he jokered. <laughs> Ooh. You're able to get him to do any simple action, either physically or mentally, um, uh, but to do anything more significant, you'll have to wait till next turn. Right. Open your mind to me. So yeah, it's like like a door creaks open, and you hear like a whistling of wind and a kind of creepy John uh, John Carpenter soundtrack thing. Uh huh. And this guy's a fucking weirdo creature from another dimension, masquerading as a human. He's been a janitor here for like 30 years. He's a spy for this, this uh, group of people. They call themselves the family. And uh, he's a member of some race called the Tahin, which are somehow like weird human uh, alien animal hybrids. Oh, by the way, guys, this is all secret spoilery knowledge, so I hope you're not listening. Uh, (laughs) Don't worry, I never listen to anything. What are we talking about? (laughs) Awesome, love it. (laughs) So we have an evil tahini creature, got it. Yep, tahini, yeah, it's hummus. (laughs) Delicious. That wasn't even a joke, that was just like, yeah, tahini, it's a thing I remember from hummus. So yeah, he opens up and you learn all this stuff super quickly. And uh, you can ask me three questions right now that you want to know the answer to or start one big like thematic 
or historical like dig and we can finish that up next turn okay uh does he intend my group any harm myself or my group any harm I guess I'll do that. I'll do this in his voice. And he's like, um, uh, come on, man. I, uh, I've been here. I've been here so long. I forget who I'm working for. You don't need to know all this stuff. Look, I've got this demon lady friend downstairs. You can come down and we can have a roll in the hay. Maybe we can even do it together. I could teach you a few things. I imagine you ever been with a, Lobster man before? Oh, boy. I can't say that I have and don't have any desire to. Well, excuse me, buddy. That's racist. Wait a minute, what? To <laughs> just say you don't want to be with a lobster man? Come on. Have an open mind. You don't know who this lobster man is. You don't know. He could be a really nice guy who likes like yeah. art and Come watching on. Top Chef. You don't know. You're judgmental. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So racist is standing in for species. Eh, listen, I'm a, I'm lazy. <laughs> Isn't that xenoph- xenophobic? Would that be the word? Xenophobic? It's alien uh, uh, prejudice of some kind. Definitely. <laughs> so Alexa, uh, but Alexa might have other reasons for not wanting to bone down That's with a fair. lobster person at this point. So uh, yeah. So, any other questions for Batty? Um, well, he never actually answered my question. Interesting. Uh, do you intend myself or my group any harm? Ooh, guys, he's using two wishes for the same wish. Mm. What's going to happen? Find out. Are you we'll- asking for our opinion? Or- yeah, you're <laughs> welcome to chime in. Any goofs? I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Feel free. I mean, I don't have any goofs, but the guy definitely didn't answer the question the first time. So <laughs> he's trying to squirrel this out. Really, of it. honestly, should just count as the same one. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are your intentions in this in, in this place? That's when shit gets really weird. You start uh, you start finding yourself walking through a, a kind of. Well, you wouldn't have seen the Wizard of Oz, but like a Wizard of Oz sort of angry forest with like trees shaking their branches and it's all dark and spooky and there's like wraith-like black shadows in the distance. Okay. And then you come into this like open square with all these different animal-headed people like in faded t-shirts and and ripped jeans and, and badly tailored suits and skirts and... And it's like a whole town arrayed around this circular stage and a guy railing on it with a giant black hat and, and a fancy suit with a cravat and a lectern. And then at the end of it, his speech, he points at the end of the stage and a bunch of guards pull up this woman with a bag on her head and uh, he starts whipping the crowd into a frenzy. And then uh, Gallows rises out of the earth like this ancient undead like zombie crane. And then a, a golden glowing noose flops down from the top of it. And the guy's still talking and laughing and shucking and jiving. And he, and he uh, puts the noose around the lady's head and yanks the hood off. And 
you're just you're haunted like this woman is is so lost and terrified and hurt and and facing her maker and you feel like you know her like she's family somehow and then the guy like whips the crowd up and says one two three and the the noose like every time they say a number the the rope tightens a little bit and then mm-hmm. he jumps back and claps his hands does a little kind of jig with one foot and the crowd goes huzzah and the bottom of the stage falls out and the lady like dangles all like chunky chunky and then quibs and and it's really gross and then you see this woman backing out of the crowd with a a big dark kind of shroudy cloak situation on and in a similar one that's like half her size and she leads that figure out and through some buildings and she lifts it up so they can see eye to eye and you realize it's a lobstery woman and a little lobstery boy and she whispers to him and sends him on his way and here he is and his his a whole life story has led him to this point where he's basically a caretaker for a demon and his whole deal is to find souls for the crimson king Okay. Well, um, disconnect from uh, him, turn to the party and be like, I just learned some interesting things about our friend here, the janitor. Okay, guys, can I just tell you what I'm imagining right now? <laughs> I'm imagining like a, a like a virtual comic strip with like panels and things, and like everybody's huffing and puffing up the stairs, like guns are clattering, and they're like like feet are skidding, and there's like pebbles and and thought bubbles, and then Alexa's just like, "Hey guys, I learned some interesting thing from that person's mind," and she's like not not exhausted at all, and everybody's looking at her like, "Really." You could just say it. <laughs> uh, I could just uh, relay all the information that I learned from the brain dive. And I forget, yeah. ha- have our characters heard about this Crimson King before? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have it in my notes anywhere. So, um, oh, wait, no. From the first episode. Um, I think it was part of Moana's PowerPoint. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, the yeah. Crimson King is like the person trying to break the beams. That's pretty much all you guys know. Okay, okay, yeah. So we do know that this is a big bad of some sort. Okay. So as Alexa says the name of the Crimson King, uh, all of you, like all the sound kind of muffles. So it's like you can't hear your, your footsteps or your swishing clothes or like your weapons and gear shaking. All you hear is all the way down at the first floor, a click of a door, a little scuff of a shoe, and then another click. And Hezekiah, as you come through the door and like gunslinger-like slide low and close the door so it doesn't make any noise, Mm -hmm. you hear a click and then you hear the Crimson King from your your ally, Mm -hmm. Alexa Payne, about four or five floors up. All right. I will continue to quietly move up, but my guns are drawn. 
do you want to make contact with one of the other telepaths? Uh, yeah, I, I actually did a poll when everybody else was doing their polls because you said the telepaths is like that kind of qualifies me. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. Um, uh, I uh, had two successes on that. Two successes on on a tele uh, on a telepathy poll. So to reach out to them, it's like, hey, I'm uh, coming on up. Okay, so Louis and Alexa, uh, you both get this voice from Hezekiah, and you you both already know him, so it's not alarming. I'll send back, don't go up there. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm coming up. Yeah, maybe don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, you don't want to go up there. Maybe we should leave. Maybe we should leave. (laughs) It's what I is what I telepathically send back. (laughs) Louis, what is your plan? Uh, Louis is, uh, Louis reluctantly entered the house and is just watching these people go upstairs. And once he heard mention of the Crimson King, I am going to move closer to, to leaving. I want to watch and see what's going on. Uh, but I'm definitely way in the back, not really saying much, but if someone's sending out telepathic feelers, my initial gut reaction is maybe don't go in the spooky upstairs door. Are you mm. still in the room with uh, Batty and uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the uh, who's the guy? Sugar, the big gangster. Sugar is yeah, the big bald tattooed gangster. Yeah, did yeah. he go in there into Amala's apartment? I know I dropped him on the ground after interrogating him. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Louis, would you have gone with these guys? I can't remember. Uh, at the, I'll, I'll have to follow them at the very, very, very back. Because um, I don't like St. I don't like Batty St. Marie at all. You're not a hero, so you're kind of still in your help these bad people job. Kind of, but I'm starting to get get kind of scared here. Okay, so so the the fucking black nineteen year old gunslinger with like this fucking low chill voice. That guy pops out the apartment and into the staircase going up, and so you're kind of studying them. Uh, and Batty is trying to mess with them. He's like being all sneaky. How how is Batty messing with them and being sneaky exactly? At least one of them up there is a telepath and is is trying to get inside his head and Batty's doing his whole like like storytelling kind of shuck and jive foolishness and you're just sort of on the periphery kind of sensing it. I kind of love how there's all this telepathy going on and us there's what two, three of us without yeah, telepathy like, are just we're like, just like- <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Everybody's making like weird faces talking to each other in their brains and you and I are looking at each other like what the Yeah, Magnus and Sarah are just like what having a cup of coffee, like just chilling. <laughs> We're gonna secretly develop our own like face language where we like <laughs> y'all have like weird expressions on your faces as you're going upstairs. Are you noticing everyone making brain talk faces and uh not saying anything? I think Magnus would notice. Well, Alexa is just like, yeah, I just talked to so-and-so, and and I found out all this information. And we're like, (laughs) what? (laughs) I think if this were a video game, Magnus and Seraph would be looking at each other with, like, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Dot bubbles. (laughs) 
Like, if it were a comic, we would just kind of be, like, standing in the background where they're all arguing in their brains, just like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Magnus is just, like, fully pulled out a hand mirror and is fixing his makeup. Like, <laughs> I think Magnus shows Seraph, like, the latest Words with Friends update. <laughs> yeah. Like, Seraph has no idea what, he, what she's looking at. And Seraph's like, how do I get that on this device? Magnus is already on Grinder, like. <laughs> I'm like peering over, like. Hmm. So you swipe right. It's teaching me how to use Grinder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Look, you gotta Grindr, have honey too. Don't worry. You gotta get yourself set up for tonight. Life doesn't end with the adventure. Exactly. Thank you for understanding me. Look, man, I get it. So, Louie, if you want to break away from your gangster squad, uh, you'll have to think of some interesting way to do it. Otherwise, you could just sneak out the back door uh, and leave the whole situation. I mean, whatever. Well, Sugar's been, like, protecting me and been, uh, I don't know, kind of my go-to for now. I'm going to send him a telepathic message and a wink saying... Uh, I'm, I'm also going to kind of brandish my gun to him a little bit and saying, I'm going to follow these assholes. Ha 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 ha. And I, I intend to trick what him. What is your thinking. face and mouth doing while this is happening? Uh, my face is winking and my mouth is uh, not mouthing at all. So he's hearing words in his mind. Yeah. He's a normal person. <laughs> as far as you know. Yeah, this is a weird situation here, I guess, man. So I'm just going to be following them up. You're going to have to do a persuasion or a charm perform or something. Okay. Um, should we do two draws? One to like do telepathy, or should I just do... Um... Oh, no, this is just basic. I mean, it's just, yeah. Okay. Let's call it charm telepathy, actually. Okay, that sounds like fun. That's five for me. And then plus one because you're healthy? Okay. Well, now, Jeff, I have two questions for you. Lay them on me. One, do you remember how I have an anti-joker from our first or second episode? <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I think you mean anti-boner? Yeah, an anti-boner. Yes. Did anybody write down who got the anti-boner last time? Uh, I don't think it was me. It was not me. That's all I got. I'm going to look through my stuff. The reason why I'm bringing that up is because I drew a Joker, and I'd like to use my anti-Joker. <laughs> Solid. So I'm going to... Please, Jeff, let me know. When I use the anti-Joker, do I totally draw again, or do I just toss the Joker out of my, my hand here that I drew? You just kick it right out of there. Okay. Well, then I'll get another card to do it, and then that makes one, two, two successes. Nice. He looks at you like, and you hear him f- say, think, imagine, like, in, in sort of... You ever play Grand Theft Auto Vice City? Oh, yeah, it's been a minute, but definitely. Imagine that font, like, kind of fading into, like, a puff of weed smoke. <clears throat> and then a Boogie Nights kind of jingle, and then a super bad sort of thing shoots forward that says... WTF, and then you hear, what the fuck? I'll give him a hand gesture, like with my hand pointing towards the ground, and a confident nod, like, I got this. Uh, Whether or not he interprets it that way is is one thing, Um, but I'm going to be following these uh, marks on my contract up with my gun drawn. Dude. 
Sugar puts out his hands, one up, one down. Nobody moves. And then he gives you like an eyebrow lift and a slight forward nod, which you think tells you that your idea is good and you should go up the stairs and they'll follow. Okay. Okay. Which staircase do you want to go up or elevator or whatever? Everyone all went up the same one, right? Yeah, it's just like a couple doors down from this. Yeah, door. I want to just follow behind. I'm starting to distance myself from the weird sex pervert and the tattoo gangster <laughs> man. The weird sex pervert and the tattoo gangster man. <laughs> that tumblr.com. <laughs> So yeah, if you guys want to write fan fiction based on our show or The Dark Tower, uh, I think we should get a website to like promote it. Be, <laughs> be the show for all things dirty, funny, and Stephen King. Uh, what do you yeah, say? Yeah, darkpounder.tumblr.com. <laughs> there we go. There the we go. Slinger. We pound it. The well, what was it? Well, hold on a minute. The bunslinger. The bunslinger. Bun oh, the bunslinger. Excuse me. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, got it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that. URL. I'm there. I'm there. Okay, alright, this is great. Um, who hasn't gone? Eugene? Am I in this thing? I thought I haven't met up with the group yet. We're gonna cut to you. It'll be like a movie or a comic book. We'll cut to you uh, and okay, come back. Sure. Cool, so you come out into this, into this nice but very old building hallway. The walls were like once a nice pink pastel but they've been like coated by nicotine stains and and the beautiful plush white carpet has like just keeled over and is kind of grayish in places and there's bad kind of folky art from garage sales from the 70s all the way down and uh and then there's just a dark brown elevator on one end and a and a, a elbow shape and a staircase door on the other you don't see any weird technology like was in that lady's room. Um, I don't know what an elevator is, so I'm just going to take the stairs. Okay, cool. So you go towards the icon of the stairs. Do you have any sort of telepathy? Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. Cool. Listen, everybody has telepathy except for like three of us. <laughs> yeah. Not in that. <laughs> Shani, you're headed towards the staircase icon. You hear a click way down at the other end, a door open, and you can just see the like trace of, of a line of hair, somebody like trying to peek, but hasn't quite looked around the edge yet. So as you open the door, uh, you see this, this like maybe teenage, uh, dark-haired young lady, and she leans forward like kind of on one knee and peeks down the hall at you, and she's got some weird uh, red... Um, spectacles and all kinds of crazy makeup on her face like like you don't judge but you know she might be uh, some kind of um, lady of the night or something you're not sure it kind of freaks you out like in your world women are very prim and proper and here it is less so even less so than that crazy ass town you were just in um, okay so uh, Shana's a little bit careful. She just says, "Oh, uh, hello there. Do do you live here? What the hell are you wearing? Are you homeless?" Wait, I forget. 
Shana is... You're covered in dirt, mud, blood, rain, oh, yeah. like soaked oh, everything. Yeah, right, right, right. Even though your clothes are kind of all the same shade, so it would be hard to tell from a distance, this is like a young lady who cares about fashion, you know? Yeah, um, I guess Sean's going to go, oh, I mean, I, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm usually much more put together. I, I've just gone through a lot in the last few hours. Um, uh, uh, it's, it's a shame because um, I actually have, uh, I need to find, I'm, so, um, and she's just like really embarrassed because she's usually used to just looking very, very pretty in her princely clothes. Okay, you hear a bunch of other doors start to open, and uh, you realize that a noise had happened that you hadn't heard in a while, but it was so in the distance, you didn't realize what it was, but now that you think about it, it might have been a gunshot. What a gunshot was? Well, yeah, because (laughs) she went through some shit. She knows there's some sticks that make loud noises. Yeah. What did you think? What were they? Like a sword cane or a or a I thought they were wands. Yeah, wands. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, another wand must have gone off somewhere in this building. So she hears that sound and she's like, Oh, not that again. And she tries to run up to the uh girl to say, like, Get down. Okay, so yeah, you let the door close and you start running and people are all looking out of their door and they're like, what is it? What's happening? And you realize that it should be every door. I mean, like, you don't know why more people aren't peeking out, but it's like five or six people from three different rooms. And then the lady you were just with pops out and she's pretty close to where you are now with this girl. And you realize that this girl is, I think, younger than you. How old is Shauna? Um, let me, I think she was, let me double check. I don't know if I specified. Like 21, maybe? Yeah, she's probably like early 20s. So this girl's quite a bit younger if, if she was in your world. It's almost like an old child. Mm-hmm. And she just wants to ask about your clothes and stuff while all these other people are like, was that a gun? <laughs> like kids are swarming out of one building and this like, like, half-drunk dude that looks like he hasn't washed his pants in years. He comes out after him, and he seems like he might be a bad babysitter or a, or a really drunk father, <laughs> uh, hungover at least. And, um, and then the old lady, I can't remember her name. Was it like Keneally or... Uh, it was like Mrs. O'Leary or something like that. She's Irish. So, uh, so she looks over and she's like, Are you okay? I heard a bang. Could somebody have been shot? And uh, Shauna, do you have uh, some kind of perception skill? Do we have? Um, I have. Let's see. I can't remember. Did we call it wit investigation? I'm just going to say that for now. So what's your wit? I have one for wit. Okay, nice. So one plus one. You're not injured, are you? I don't think so. I think she was like battered up a bit, but she kind of banished herself. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. So that'd be one plus one. So yeah, flip two cards. Okay. All right, got a jack and a queen. Oh, shit. Okay, so you hear people, like multiple people running up the stairs, which is just a few doors 
down the hall from where you're standing now. Gotcha. So Shauna's very like a like alert right now because she just went through some bad shit. So she's ready to just like get into a fight. So she says, "Everybody, get down, stay back." And she faces towards like where the footsteps are coming from, and then she uh, kind of tries to push everybody behind her uh, and get everyone back into their rooms. So she's the only one in the hallway. So she's like, I don't know what's going on, but you guys need to get in. Just something's dangerous. Uh, those, the, the, those sounds like the, the, there might be people with those wands again. They're back. Okay. Uh, Mrs. O'Leary. She's like, Oh, Oh, quick. Come in here. Shauna, come on. And, and uh, Shauna says, don't, don't worry about me. And uh, she stands out in the hallway and, um, this girl you were talking to, she grabs your hand like real hard and she looks up at you and she goes, I don't know who you are, lady, but you got to get out of here. It's not safe. And she like pushes you towards the old lady and then she yells out to everyone else, shoot her! And then hits the wall and jumps in and slams her door shut. Wait, did I get pulled with her? Or No, she like pushed you towards the lady. Oh. So wait, where is the uh, girl? The girl just flew back into her room and closed the door. So Shauna's going to say to the old lady again, it's like, just take care of yourself. Don't worry about me. And uh, she's going to close the door behind the old lady to make sure that she's inside. Okay. You see the, the older dad has shuffled all his kids back in and he like kind of boots the last one a bit on the butt and she kind of tumbles in. She's like a toddler. And then he closes the door all quiet and looks at you and gives you this like steely eyed gaze or whatever and then he reaches back behind his belt and he pulls out a knife and he pops it open and he gives you that like hardcore from dust till dawn like stare and he's like mm. like now it's time to kick ass oh this guy's helping me out yeah he's giving you this look like he sees you're between him and uh and the stairs so, like, he's your backup, essentially, if oh. anybody comes up behind so, you. So, like, uh, like, Shauna just duly gives him a nod. Okay, cool. Yeah. And he kind of hunkers down in a knife-fighting stance. He tests out, like, forward-backward. And then Shauna kind of reaches up uh, to her head and uh, makes sure that her hairpin is still in her hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, everything's good. I mean, you got a few flyaways, but mostly everything's good. All right, so she's basically bracing herself for whatever's going to come down from the stairs or up from the stairs. Okay, cool. All right, uh, our team in the stairs. Who's first? Uh, yeah, I'll take you to our team in the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us live from floor 17. Oh my god, 17? We ran up the flights of stairs? That's the first number I thought of. I'm sorry. The only other two numbers I could think of were 420 and 69. So Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. awesome, man. <laughs> I think Alexa is floating up in front of everybody, looking super chill, totally unexhausted. She's talking to phantoms and then relaying it to the non-telepaths. And uh, she keeps, like, people are, like, huffing and puffing behind her, and they point at a, a sign, and they're like, that one? 
and she shakes her head and keeps going. <laughs> and you go past the 14th. She's just doing it to torture us. Yeah, you go up past the 14th. Never. The 16th. And she's up at the 17th landing looking back at you guys with this look like. Come on. <laughs> what? Can't all of you fly? <laughs> no, not all of us can hear each other's thoughts either. So. <laughs> Alexa's up front waiting for the crew. Uh, Louis is downstairs kind of hustling. Are you trying to close or just stay a few floors below them? Uh, I, I want to uh, tail them uh, and see what they are up to. Uh, think of like, uh, you know how like Dick Tracy follows a bad guy around but doesn't get seen by the bad guy? I mm-hmm. want to do that. You're playing the Grand Theft Auto mission where you're following, but not that close. Exactly. <laughs> You've got like your uh, they see you meter, and you're like trying to keep it under fifty percent. Like, <laughs> yeah, I got to be able to hear those secrets that they're whispering about, but remain <laughs> hidden. So Alexa is there. Louis coming up. Hezekiah and Louis are going to do a contest. For Louis, it's going to be telepathy and agility to stay quiet going up the stairs, and for Chase, it's going to be a telepathy, wit, and telepathy. And one because you're both healthy. I have drawn. I'm flipping. I have three successes. Uh, A jack, a king, and a king. I have two successes. Oh, one of them's the queen of hearts there, Jeff. Oh, Oh, shit. What's your charm number? Uh, My charm number is a one. Oh, criticals do nothing for you then, my friend. So I just got two (laughs) successes, but one of them's a cool... Red Heart Woman. <laughs> She's my Red Heart Woman. Bound out now, now. Red Hearted Woman. Bound out now, now, now. This is happening. Red Hearted Woman. She's trying to make some sausage out of me. <laughs> That's a really scary woman, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Sweeney Todd situation. Yeah. She's called Red-Hearted Woman because she, like, eats human hearts. Oh, that'll do it. That's cute. That's, I think that's cute. I should write this down. I'll put this yeah, on the mind map. Yeah, that should be in this show. Are you kidding me? Red-Hearted Woman. Who turns, who turns humans into sausages. D&D, we got a new creature what? for you. I'll call you guys. We'll, we'll, we'll have a meeting. You make that sausage monster, and I'll have Paul put it in Neckerforge. <laughs> yes, sausage monster. These are the sausages that you put on the bun slinger. <laughs> Add that to the blog. <laughs> I am not putting human meat in a porn parody. That is awful. What was that? I'm not putting human meat in a in a what? Porn parody. Okay, got it. And that just sounds dumb. That's like that's like a an atheist making a pro god movie. A Sweeney Todd <laughs> porn parody sounds edgy as fuck. Wait, sorry, I'm not putting... Human meat, okay, which is all porn meat, yeah. is, right? Yeah. Man, this got weird. Ideally. Disclaimer, we promise this is not human meat again. <laughs> Chase, Hezekiah, you detect, unless Louis wants to use Hero Point or, uh, or Drive, you detect that he's coming up behind you. First thing I'm going to do is say, uh, hey, guys, we, we got company coming in from behind. And uh, at that, I will try and dig a little bit deeper. 
without his consent? Um. <laughs> it's a legitimate question. Come on, guys. Man, we don't know that. I will. I will. Phrasing it like that, I'm gonna actually peek it because somebody peeked into my mind and I wasn't super thrilled about it. So I'm gonna just like you know just try to mine intent first. I just for a pro, bitches. Yeah, like an eye for an eye. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna see if I can figure out without like probing deeply like what his goal is in this. Kind of surface thoughts. Yeah. Louie, do you have surface thoughts? Yeah, I got two of them, two big ones. Mm-hmm. Are you a Klingon? Uh, no, <laughs> not yet. They have anyway. two dicks. That's a Klingon. Uh, my two surface thoughts are: I want to, I want to leave. <laughs> and then the second surface thought is: get away from gross sex pervert man. I knew I should have stayed home today. <laughs> I'm not even supposed <laughs> to be here today. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not a fan of this place. I'm on edge, uh, very nervous, and uh, I really wanted to get away from that gross man who's talking about, like, sex demons. Yeah, he scared I'm, me I'm, the first time with the sex demon thing, and, and it's still not hitting. Yeah, I, I am unconcerned with the individual that's coming up behind us, but I am going to take a kind of defensive position. So are you so you stop running, you're like backing up slowly? I'm staying towards the back of the party so that mm-hmm. I can kind of keep an eye on the stairs as he's coming up. So you'll be kind of ducking behind the median yeah. and occasionally peeking. Yep. But trying to keep moving fairly quickly? Yeah. Okay. So you're at like floor 8 and mm-hmm. you hear his footsteps and he's trying to be sneaky. Sure. But like any second now, he's going to realize you've got into his brain. So sure. Unless you want to do anything crazy or keep moving to the next person behind him or, or whatever, like we'll, yeah. we'll move on. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. Seraph. Yeah. You're kind of in the middle of the group. How are you raging? Like, do you have weapons out? Are you uh, changing your features, trying to? Are you doing anything special? Um, I've just got my hand on my gun, just kind of like ready to pull it out. I'm not uh, super concerned about my speed because let's be real. But um, I'm just kind of like readying in the event that I need to uh, pop a cap in anyone's ass. Can I say that? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're probably then a little bit behind Hezekiah. So as he peeks out, you kind of double peek out as he peeks in. Sort of like two musket volleys or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, that way, if he gets shot, you don't get shot at the same time. So uh, you're doing that. Are you using any powers at all? Uh, No. Do you have any special ammo you load in your weapon or anything? No, I guess... I guess my question is, in uh, in my world, my bullets are made out of magic. Mm-hmm. Um, do I have, like, physical bullets here, or what? Uh, do you remember how you got the weapon? Yeah, Taxi Dude gave it to me. Okay. Did it come in a bag or a holster or a box or anything? A bag. Yeah, it was okay. like a paper bag, like a brown paper Yeah, it was bag. like a paper bag with, with okay. the Okay, was it, it just a revolver? Uh, yeah. Okay. 
So yeah, uh, that's awesome. So do you just leave it in the bag while you run or do you pull it out? Do you put it in your belt? What's the deal? Uh, it's, in, it's in my belt. Oh boy. That's some big old boofer. <laughs> anyway, yes, it's, it's, in, it's in my belt. And what'd you do with the paper bag? I just shed it somewhere. I don't know. I'm not going to keep it. So we'll retcon this. When you went to shed it, uh, you felt something jangling around inside it. So you reached back and there was a, a, a few shells in there. Oh, okay, cool. And they weren't there before. So you're like, there must be something magical about this bag. Ooh, wait, maybe I should keep the bag then? Maybe I fold up the bag gingerly and put it in a pocket. Cool. So uh, which pocket is it in while you're going up or do you have it out? My left back pocket. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, so here's the deal. You feel something start to uh, develop under there? Polyps? You're not sure. In your back okay. pocket. I pull the bag out of my pocket. Okay. And? <laughs> and see what the polyps in the bag are? <laughs> okay, there's... there's uh, you feel those... You die. <laughs> they explode. You feel three more shells, but then you feel uh, like kind of oblong box as well. Oh, sweet. Okay. What's in the box? Okay. <laughs> You're not going to like this. It's um, my dick in a box. <laughs> yeah. Anytime someone asks what's in a box, is either a dick or a severed head if media has. <laughs> what's in the bag? <laughs> Alimony papers, daddy issues, Gwyneth Paltrow's head. What's in the bag? Yeah. <laughs> a dead dove. So, uh, Magnus, it's Veronica Lum's head. In the bag. And oh. now you have to kill Seraph. Um, it's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, you know. You've never really killed anybody in cold blood before, but. Or uh, have you? I don't even know. <laughs> yes, I have. Um, oh, when I was Magnus. like eight years old, I accidentally killed my stepfather. Well, that's not cold blood. But in blood, cold is it? blood, though? That doesn't count. I feel like that's murder in the second degree. Is it an accident? Manslaughter. manslaughter even. Whoa, Jinx, you owe me a yeah. Coke. No, Jinx, I mean, me I mean, he, he did. I mean, it's kind of unclear. Like, he was super mad at his stepfather. Oh, it's kind of a Kate from Lost situation. Yeah, well, it was like his, his powers just came in there and he didn't have control over them. And he uh, burned his stepfather to death. Mm, oh, sweet. terrible. Hey, I got somebody back in my world that I'd like you to do that to, uh, if you want. If you got the money. <laughs> Honey, I've got the time. Oh, shit. That was <laughs> Seraph in character. Oh, my God. For a second, I was like, is Brittany contracting a hit on the air with a fictional <laughs> character? Does anybody want to do anything before we get to meet Shauna? Let's just keep the, keep the train moving. Okay. Yeah. Does anybody want to set up any powers or anything before you go through the door? How are you guys going to breach the door here? With gusto. I mean, what, like, what do we sense on the other side of the door? There's some powerful dimensional magic. You can feel it, like, in your wrists or whatever. It's like, yeah, it's calling you. There's something. I will summon a side sword and shield. Fuck a yeah. A force field. Oh, my God. Is it visible or is it like a mirage? What's going on? I'll make it kind of like a, like a bent light kind of aura. Cool. And that sword is uh, 
A black longsword. Nice. Okay. Uh, does anybody else have any weapons out in their hands? Uh, Magnus is just kind of focusing and, like, he's ready, you know, to, like, blast something with magic if need be. Okay, cool. Well, let's call that a walking meditation. Okay. And Magnus will get an extra card on his next flip. Sweet. Initiative time, y'all. What is everyone's initiative? Five. Four. Six. Shanna? Oh, uh, which stat is it for initiative? Presence plus agility. So you have a six. So I have... So do I need a flip or anything, or do I just... uh... It's just a set number. Okay, so I'm seven. So I still need Steve. Five. Five. Shauna, there's people coming through the stair door as you're about to open it. Or are you not opening it? Are you standing away from it? No, I'm standing away from it next to like the, the father guy with his knife out. Oh, you got back next to him. Okay, yeah. cool. So you're about 40 feet down the, the way? Mm-hmm. I'm standing yeah. a little in front of him to try to make sure that like uh, I'm in between him and whatever's going to come. Cool. You're starting to feel a weird warmth and thrumming feeling on your right side coming from the old lady's apartment. And it feels similar to what it felt like as you arrived in this world, sort of like warm kind of, oh, now I'm somewhere nicer than where I just was kind of feeling. And it's coming from that lady's apartment. And these people that are coming towards you now, coming through the door, they feel like they could be friends and they might, they might need your help. So Hezekiah, yeah. are you going to breach the door before any of your other crew? Cause you have the highest initiative. Probably not because I sensed somebody coming up behind us. So I'm probably hanging back just a little bit. In that case, I'll open the door telekinetically. Cool. Are you right in front of it? Are you guys spread out around it? What's the story there? I'm kind of floating in the middle of it. Cool. And the other person that can act right now is Magnus. Um, he's kind of off to one side of the door, so it, he won't be like directly in front of it when it opens. And as the door opens and, and Alexa is out there in the open, you feel that dimensional kind of energy coming, not just from where you felt it before, but also now slightly off to the right, like almost like you had a, a spaceship and you could detect a planet here and then a moon came available to your sensor range or whatever. Okay. Uh, okay. And it's coming, it's, it's sort of just off the beam a little bit. And that's who's waiting for you through the door. Eugene, you see this woman with her, and her, you notice that the front of her toes are down a little bit, and she, so her heel, it's like she's floating, but just kind of in a relaxed fashion. You know, how one floats. Right. <laughs> a casual Sunday afternoon float. <laughs> what, what was she holding again? Wasn't she holding like a scythe and like a black sword or something? That's right, a long black long sword and a like <laughs> shimmering. A bendy light shield. Yeah, so like, 
Shauna was about to like kind of loosen her guard from that kind of aura, but when she sees what this floating woman looks like, she immediately like assumes like combat stance and she just like mutters like a witch. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Of what a drow looks like. No, I feel like she probably thinks a drow is a demon. <laughs> okay. And to be fair, so do most people in the Forgotten Realms. Yeah. Shauna is now face-to-face, well, like about 40 feet away, a floating, dark-skinned, uh, pointy-eared person. Okay, This wait. person must be a demonic <laughs> hybrid of some kind or, or, or with an illusion to create this look. You're not sure which. Okay, so one witch. What else is there? Uh, that's all you see right now. So now that... That that no one now that no one seems to be um like attacking the second we open the door, Magnus uh heads through the door, kind of trying to figure out where this dimensional portal energy is coming from. So you're gonna have to push Alexa to one side if you wanna he clear kinda, that he sword slips, and shield. He slips, you know kinda you know, you know that thing where you're like trying to get past someone in a crowd and you kinda The Midwestern oh Yeah, yeah, you kinda go sideways and you know <laughs> What does is, what is Magnus look like? Um, he, he's a uh, not-too-tall um, Indonesian um, human, human person. Um, <laughs> he, uh, like, You're wearing your fabulous. New Year's Eve costume. Oh, yeah. I'm dressed, dressed to the nines. Um, I'm picturing, like, a embroidered... Um, uh, like blazer and like seventeen necklaces and beautifully winged eyeliner, looking like a snack. Did it hurt when you fell from the vending machine? It did. Thank you. So you're obviously you're dressed in something where like Shanna would have no idea like what kind of clothes those on, right? But it's very fancy. He's a fancy man. You feel like they're high end, but you don't know how. So when she sees Magnus step forward and Magnus like has all this bling on she like she gets she she furls her brow even more and she's like anna charlotte oh man <laughs> whoa does she say that out loud a witch and she's a like charlotte. It. she's like muttering it oh man she's about to get like fighty fight okay y'all alexa and magnus have to do a a, a hearing check okay okay <laughs> how do we do that uh I don't know. Investigation and wit. Okay. And that kid only have one. I have a squirrely line in the second one, but... I had one success. One success. <laughs> Not a success. Magnus, you heard something, but as you come around the shield, you didn't quite catch it, and then you hear, and a charlatan. <laughs> come out of this incredibly, like, amazing like does magnus like girls at all yes yes okay this is uh like a dream from an anime cartoon like this is like kate middleton as a warrior priestess so kate middleton okay Okay. yeah Yeah. middleton like in like a combination of it's like a combination of like western fatigues like a Texas Ranger in the war with like blood and mud and other stuff, probably. But like she still looks great. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, game recognized game. Um, <laughs> Work it. <laughs> uh, yeah, like you know, he was trying to look for the um, the portal or whatever, but he is just stopped in his tracks at this, like <laughs> like a comical double take. Um, <laughs> yes. Hello. <laughs> he he kind of like grimaces for a little for a second. <laughs> She's like, wait, what? The hungover dad leans over and goes, I think he likes you. <laughs> <laughs> he gives you this look like, you got this? Like he wants to go back into his apartment. <laughs> so Shana kind of like, like kind of like side glances at the dad and just kind of like frowns. <laughs> oh, like she's ashamed that he would even want to run away yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay he he stiffens up and like bulks up and kind of twists his head around like like cracking his neck as and he acts like he was just playing and he keeps (laughs) holding his knife up shauna's like weak mortal like (laughs) (laughs) okay does anybody want to say anything else or does seraph want to come in we could do a whole wrestling like theme walk-ins (laughs) <laughs> like borderlands like the, the the screen pauses our names pop up yeah it starts with the thunderstruck you know and then character it... appropriate music plays they're all tom petty songs yes. tom petty is the only music legally allowed in this universe yeah no that's it that's... it's a weird reverse uh, battle royale <laughs> yes so, uh, Seraph, yeah, do you want to enter or, or hide? Uh, enter. Okay, cool. So you slide past Alexa as well. How do you do <laughs> it? I'm just like, oh, oh. <laughs> and then, like, glancing over at who Magnus is looking at and just kind of, like, shaking my head. <laughs> and, and what does Seraph look like right now? I don't know. What does Janine look like? Janine looks like, okay, what are you wearing? I can't remember. I think I'm wearing, like, a hoodie and some jeans. Like, nothing okay. fancy. Because I think you changed at the house, right? Into normal clothes? Yeah, because I was wearing, like, like nice clothes. And Touristy then... shit. Yeah, yeah so, and uh, it was, like, not suitable for fighting things in. Yeah, so, uh... uh Wait, she's wearing a hoodie? Yeah, so you see this yeah. cloak-wearing beauty uh, with sort of freckled, uh, palish, kind of light somewhere in, in between tan or maybe slightly like mixed heritage and uh is it like a dark hoodie where it's like or is it like kind of covering her face and it's like hard to see her no my hood's down and everything like it's just like a hoodie okay just, like, but she looks like a pretty normal person yeah uh no i have a gun Shana, <laughs> you've met plenty of knights uh thieves uh you've You've been present at executions for like a, a rapist and a murderer. Like, you've seen all types, and you know a killer when you see one. Oh. And this chick is a stone cold killer. Hey, that is totally true. 100% correct. <laughs> but there's something else about her that you can't quite pinpoint. And it's weird. It's like you feel like you might even be able to trust her, even though she's dangerous. It reminds you of one of your knights, uh, the guy that uh, your brother squired for. 
right. She's still very untrusting right now, so she she again she just mutters and a crook. I hear her say that and I just raise my eyebrow like <laughs> Seraph, you feel like that could have been a lot worse. <laughs> just like in disbelief and kind of a little annoyed, just like, dude, what are you doing here? Is everybody in this apartment building telepathic? No. <laughs> We've had this so discussion. Long. Me and Magnus are just like some of us around, have to talk with our looking words. At, looking at Grinder, like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's last? I think I think Louis and Hezekiah, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, let's have Chase and Louis meet because you're in the back. So uh, I'm gonna say that Louis, you're like like impossibly drawn up to meet. Your counterpart from Midworld, a fellow telepath. You don't know why, but you feel like just driven. Uh, You can't stop it. You just keep moving step by step, knowing that any second his his gun barrel is going to come around the corner. Long days and pleasant nights. Uh, Oh, you even say the thing? Uh, Hey, hi. Right back at you. All right, and your name is? Uh, do you guys do this all telepathically, or or do you stand up in the staircase like one of? Once I realize that this guy is all like kind of feeding back onto me, it's like okay, I, I I will stand up because clearly we're we're working on more common ground than I we thought originally. So we'll just have we'll, we'll just talk like people. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> uh, hi. Uh. Did you run into the uh, gross people downstairs? I uh, ran past the gross people downstairs. Okay, they yeah. Might. Are we are we talking about the lobster people? That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> as rude as it may be, <laughs> I uh, don't want to. Hey, I, wait! I love I'm that stuck. goof, but uh, Seraph is up in the hallway, so wouldn't have. Yeah, no, I didn't even have. say no. <laughs> but that was pretty good. I like the alternate universe where you were still right there. And you heard that. <laughs> I, uh, I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place in, in a way. I, d- I don't want to follow <laughs> you up into the uh, scary portal door room or wherever it is you're going. But I also don't want to hang out with the uh, lobster man with the sex demon. Um, I think I'm going to stick with you folks for right now. Uh, I'd like to leave. Fair enough. Uh, I see that he's carrying a gun. You know how to use that thing. Uh, yeah, actually, I do. Right. <laughs> thank, thank God. All right. Well, follow me then. I suppose let's, uh, something's going on up here. Uh, yeah. so let's, let's see here. So we get up and I, um, I'll kind of lead the way up. And as we get uh, to the top and I see my companion floating in the door, I will just kind of gently push her aside and, you know, like, uh, like oh. a balloon and just kind of like... <laughs> I can't imagine there's a lot of force holding her in place. Steve, are you are you grounding your chi or do you kind of float to the side like a <laughs> like a helium balloon in the supermarket? Actually, I would do a telekinetic push back. <laughs> Eat this. So you guys are like two magnets. You bounce off each other, you bounce into the door frame and then out. Uh, the most undignified way that a, a gunslinger has ever 
uh, popped into a situation. And just a very slow, like, oh. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure the least dig- dignified way is uh, when I appeared in this world in a literal garbage truck. <laughs> I'm gonna just saying it's been a rough day for your boy Hez. It's trash can, not trash cannot. So <laughs> top ten anime entrances. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh so that happens, Louie and Alexa. How does Alexa react to this before you leave, Steve? She just looks at him like, don't push me aside. I push back. Whoa. Uh, mm, Sorry to offend, <laughs> madam. <laughs> Shit just got heavy. Uh, actually, she would just go ahead and float into the room. Okay, your, your boy Hezekiah just brought one of the enemies into your team in your back. Okay, um, I'll, 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 I'll keep tabs on him. Okay, nice. So you'll bring up the rear? No, I was in the front before because I was ahead of everyone. Okay, cool. But, I was, but now uh, everyone's floating. gone the door, right? So yeah, everybody went in front of you and then now you go forward. So so that's the last <laughs> yeah. thing Shauna sees at the end of the episode is this woman with a glowing shield and a black sword floating towards you. <laughs> with cold dead eyes. Probably fine. <laughs> yeah, if you don't end the episode definitely- there, I'm out. Magnus is going to try and like interpose between (laughs) Alexa and uh, and Shannara. Is that her name? Shannara? So this turns into a whole weird chess like move thing, like in a, in a, in a resident evil puzzle type situation. (laughs) People moving in and out around each other, trying to stay in front. And Shauna, this is the weirdest attack you've ever seen. (laughs) So, Shauna saw Shauna saw Magnus and um, the other two. Uh, so yeah, the last two that just came out, Hezekiah and um, and Louie. What what did they look like? Uh, y'all look fairly human, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, Hezekiah is a six, uh, 17, 18 year old uh, kid. Um, He's got a t-shirt and jeans on, and he's carrying a very uh, heavy uh, uh, pistol gun, like much more, almost cartoonishly large compared to what is typically available on Earth as we know it. Uh, how long do you stare at Louis for? Sorry? Uh, if you want to know how normal Louis looks, my question for you is, how long do you look? Um... <laughs> Probably not very long because there's so many people in the hallway. Uh, it's it's dark in this hallway. He's yeah. about, you know... Oh, no, it's very well lit. Oh, it's it's very well lit. All kinds of unpleasant smells, by the way, Louie. Like, worse than your apartment. Like, every ethnic group, like, doing foods that are really, like, stinky. No judgment, but it's, like, kind of an overwhelming... We've got senses. curry, we've got tacos, we've got, mm-hmm. like, Swedish meatballs. Like, everything's gone. Old cabbage... <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got his his hand over his face to protect from from the smells here, but you know he's uh, he's got uh, brown hair about ear length down, and uh, uh, I don't know. One thing that I can say is, if you look long enough, you'll notice one of his eyes is a different color than the other one. Is he floating? What's he dressed in? How old is he? 
uh, he looks like he's in his late 30s. He's regular walking um, and is acting like it smells bad in this hallway. Mm. Okay. Is he holding a weapon? Uh, no, my gun's still holstered. Okay, cool. So that's the last thing uh, y'all see before we we go to credits with a fun song. Tom Petty mm. doing Thunderstruck oh. or whatever. Mm. So Shana mutters more brigands. These numbers aren't good for us. More brigands. <laughs> <laughs> y'all are so offended and yet so charmed. It's very <laughs> odd. Yeah. Like this woman looks threatened. like she might We're cut your threatened. head off. I mean, Magnus was just called a charlatan. He's been called much worse, so <laughs> he's not overly offended. Today. <laughs> yeah, probably. And Alexa, how does Alexa feel about her? Indifferent at the moment. I mean, she hasn't uh, done anything. Got those cold, dead eyes. I think I called Alexa a witch, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah, you did. I don't think she heard you, though. Yeah. No. Okay, so that, uh, how do people find you guys on the internet? I am on Facebook under Stephen Matthews with a V and one T in Grand Ledge, Michigan. You can find me on Twitter at TQLoudly. You can also find me on my actual play podcast, Another Path. It is a D&D 5e adventure uh, with a homebrew world and using some unearthed arcana classes and content as well. It's a rip-roaring good time. It's like uh, um, Lord of the Rings meets It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Wonderful. That's so cool, man. I love the way you talk about your show. Thank you. <laughs> okay, let's go to John Reese. Hey, what's up, everybody? You can find John on Twitter at honorhimv8, H-O-N-O-U-R-H-I-M-V-8. Talk to me on there. Whoa. Ask me any questions you want to about Stephen King or Dark Tower stuff or about, like, food or keeping your, your lips moisturized throughout the cold season. Mm. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Blistex. <laughs> All right, guys, I got to go. Um, by the way, uh, my birthday is actually one week from today. Mm. Oh, oh happy early birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy Thank birthday. you. I'll try to think of something fun to do. Cool. Okay. Maybe we can play my game. Hell yeah, dude. Mm. Um, let's talk about that off the air. Like I said, if anybody wants to stick around, uh, l- we still need to get info on Andrea. Uh, yeah, I'm at thebunslinger.tumblr.com, which, as you know, uh, is the home of all things sexy. Um, I'm also on Twitter, uh, myth taken, as in like a myth, myth taken underscore ID. Uh, follow me for uh, dad jokes and weird facts about linguistics. Hmm. Interesting. Brittany. Uh, you can find me at Guild of Misfits Games on Facebook, or you can also find me at my actual play podcast called The Forge, um, which is a game playtesting uh, tabletop RPG that we created. So if you like podcasts like Lore or No Sleep Podcast, uh, you'll probably super enjoy ours. Hell yeah. You guys make amazing stuff over there. I really love it. Uh, Eugene also has podcasting excellence up his sleeve. Yeah. Um, I'm Eugene again. You can find my podcast uh, on Twitter at New World Sonata. 
Uh, it's an audio drama, so think something like, you know, like Welcome to Night Vale or Alice Isn't Dead, but more like Tolkien and like Blade Runner and maybe some like Final Fantasy and anime dribbled in there. So nice. That's it. That's so cool. Okay, and as always, you can find The War for the Tower at a website we'll create eventually. I'll probably have to redub this. Uh, <laughs> we'll have a, a host. We'll have Patreon. We'll have um, fan art. And, and uh, we'll probably be selling some of our underwear that we wear oh, yeah. in-game. Mm. Um, we'll we'll sign be selling it as our someone's underwear. Okay, yeah, I mean, yeah we'll, of course we'll fake it. We'll outsource it or something. No, you get the real deal from me. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody knows, everybody has the UPS labels to send in their underwear, right? I've yeah, got yeah. it. We'll each order the kind of underwear we would wear. We'll send it to Chase. He'll wear it. And then he'll mm. send it back to us. We'll sign it with a Sharpie, like gold, as our character. And Just th- go they'll to, think uh, it's ours. The Bunslinger. The uh, Bunslinger. promo code The Bunslinger. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. All right, guys. Uh, the War for the Tower at gmail.com is how you find us. Uh, we'll have a Twitter and yeah. Love you guys. And we have you a Tumblr awesome. now, bunslinger.tumblr.com. I did literally yeah, make that. Please. Okay, thank God. Literally, I mean, someone had to. Yeah, it's about so. time. Everything's it's about fine. Time. <laughs> we Everything's need coming extra. up, Bunslinger. <laughs> if, okay, Andrea, make that the uh, blog description. Okay, <laughs> cool. Up, cool. cool. Long days and pleasant nights. The War for the Tower is a special project of the Trap Society and Colossus Media Group. Our theme song is Morgana Rides by Kevin McLeod. You can find his music at incompetech.com. Send us an email at warforthetower at gmail.com. Stay weird, everybody. So, Louie, back at the bottom of the stairs, all of a sudden sees this person floating around and is unsure which group sucks harder. This is really confusing both ways. <laughs> well, you, you can't see the party up there unless you jack into someone's eyeballs. Uh, no, I'm, well, I guess I'm not that close then. Or sit down somewhere and kind of astrally travel. Well, I'm just going to keep going up the stairs. Never mind. Edit me out. Zip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm glad you put that thing away for the blooper reel. Yeah. Put that thing away. <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, here's that? the deal. Oh, are there more goofs? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brittany. Throw a goof out. Let's see what happens. Oh, no. The goof is dead now, Jeff. It's gone. <laughs> Rip goof. The goof that was, is dead. That was the, that was the end of the goof. goof. I was just like, like, oh, what's that? Like, in a video game. It's fine. Oh, oh, I get it. No, that's a good goof. Yeah. When they're like, oh, what's that? Probably nothing. And then their meter goes down and they're like, oh, whatever. And then they like, walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the truck have started to move. That was that was Anger. another video game juke joke. <laughs> Metal We're Gear. really doing great today. <laughs> <laughs>
Metal Gear, Nintendo <laughs> Entertainment System, doesn't matter. All right. It's been a uh, weird day, you guys. We haven't recorded in like a month and a half. I like, know. I don't know how to play this yeah. game anymore. Who am I? Where am I'm I? So What's sorry. happening? So, uh, Somebody so, help me. You're on the stairs. Welcome back to the War for the Tower, episode five, maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we had our first snow here in Michigan a few days ago. You had a what? Snow. We had our first snow. Holy shit. That's it begins. I can't believe it. That East Coast snow. It's been when snowing we started for two taping weeks here. Show, so. I, don't, I don't think there was any snow when we started taping this show. No. Earlier today. Oh. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm fucking around. Don't take anything I say seriously, Steve. That's how I lost the Swear a, a words. This is a Last family time. podcast. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Stop fucking okay. cursing. It's fucking rude. <laughs> I was planning on sneezing directly into the microphone. Is that cool? Yeah, that was- I mean that that's yeah. <laughs> that's fine for you, but but uh the rest of these fools should sneeze into a bag. <sighs> Sneeze into a bag. I don't know if that would work. Actually, <laughs> yeah, be a gross bag for sure. It'd be a bad bag. Don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> don't mix that up with your normal bags. Yeah, that's a unitasker for sure. <laughs> this is my sneeze bag, and it's also. <laughs> I mean, look, it could, it could be a general bodily fluids bag. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it was already gross. Kind of like a marsupial pouch. Yeah. yeah Do marsupials stick your... sneeze into their pouches? Well, they're full of mucus. Yeah, they're they're real gross. The pouches you know, or the marsupials? Gross. Yeah. The, um, they're pre-sneezed, <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I can hear you, yeah. Eugene. Okay. I was trying to make a joke, but everyone's talking. Hey guys, quiet. joke incoming. Okay, I'm ready. <clears throat> the pork tower. I'm leaving. I'm Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> you said you were going to say a joke. <laughs> no, I mean, there's something about a porn parody in there. I don't know. You make it yourself. Some days you I... eat a balanced breakfast, and some days you eat pastaroni, and it's called balance. <laughs> some days you eat ass. Some days. <laughs> I'm not here to judge. John, can you say that again? Yeah, Jeff. <laughs> can we get a clear take on the ass eating joke? Yeah. <laughs> Save that for posterity. Okay. Oh. Okay, here it comes. All right, one, two, three. And sometimes you eat ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more time with feeling. Uh, okay. And sometimes you eat ass. Oh, man. Okay. I'm dead. Is that any better? Uh, well, we have two chases and no Eugene. But... Yeah. I don't know how What's that happened. On? Kill your double. Kill your double. I'll be back. Oh. We have two chases. Wait, we have two chases and one Eugene. Sounds like a good thing for something <laughs> all right help me out guys the porn version of the podcast yeah 
I wonder yeah. if the ass eating version. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. No, that's the only note I have so far is in quotes. And Damn sometimes it. you eat ass. Well, oh, actually God. I have the same thing in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> I have that framed on my wall, like embroidery. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god butts 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 yeah it was a, a comment on my report card and my parents laminated it <laughs> it's, it's nice to have supportive parents you know sometimes he does really good in his classes and sometimes he eats ass <laughs> <laughs> oh. i thought eating ass was like the good oh. part <laughs> guys you're just doing this to hurt me yes yes we are <laughs> We're going to count down from 10 to 0. Wait, to 0 uh, or to 1? Well, I'll uh, just think just think it in your mind, but don't say it. So do right? we say Ready? 1 or 0? Like, which, which do it's we It's up to say? you. <laughs> Play it by ear. When do we clap? That's not how this works. <laughs> clap at clap? the end. This is going to be great, guys. This is going to be for the all the marbles. Get ready. Get set. 10. Um. Nine, eight, 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 seven, eight, seven six, six, five, five four, four, three, three two, two, one, zero. <laughs> oh my God. What the fuck was any of that? <laughs> Special thanks to Kevin Cole, the maker of Space Kings, for letting us use the Space Kings system to to make this show, it's pretty cool. Space Kings.